Hello, everyone. Welcome to Pop Culture Period Peace Podcast. I'm Laura. I'm Julie. And today we're going to talk about a pop culture period piece. We're going to give you some recommendations. We're going to tell you some things we're looking forward to. And then with that movie, we're going to give you a super scientific rating. I'm never going to get this uh, intro correct. And that's okay because I'm human and I make mistakes. So anyway. I also actively put myself in the position that you always do the intro. So, <laughs> um, you know, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay sharing my humanity with the world. It's okay, Julie. I'm not going to blame you, um, you know, unless unless I just get really sad one day and I'll be like, Julie, you always make me do the intro. And it's because you're so good. Uh, I, um, I'm I'm adequate. You know what? And I'm. Hey, listeners, listen, if you can just be adequate, don't strive for perfection. It's exhausting. I did for most of my life. If you could just be adequate at a lot of stuff and be confident in your adequacy. Yeah, we need to celebrate adequacy more. Yeah. Adequacy and like and like doing just what you need to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not bare minimum, but not like especially especially if you work in corporate America. Do just what you need to. Okay. Anyway, so Julie, what are your recommendations? <laughs> wow, Laura. Um I listen, I well, recommend like Stranger Things. Season oh, four. Okay. Season four is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, it it makes me think like, did they have a long plan? I'm sure they did, but like, I I want to go back and watch all of the seasons before the mm-hmm. second half of the season airs because it was just so good. But I just feel like there's so many like hints that have been there the whole time that maybe we didn't notice, or they just did a really good job of ret- retroconning or whatever that phrase is. Okay. I haven't watched it yet because I feel like I'm waiting because it's coming out week by week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm gonna wait and just binge it one day. Um, They're uh, long episodes. Oh, okay, one weekend. Yeah, <laughs> maybe one day might not be the day. Okay, like one really hot weekend where I'm like, I'm just gonna sit in the air conditioning and eat vegetables. Which brings me to my recommendation. <laughs> there was a TikTok out. And I was like, oh, you say you're depressed. You say you're depressed. When was the last time you ate a fudgesicle? And I was like, <laughs> you are right. So I bought a giant thing of fudgesicles. And then I, ju- I bought for like $3, those little pushy icy pops. Yes. And I've had them in my freezer. And um, I'm not saying it cured my depression. I'm just saying that the amount of serotonin you get as an adult, just like Mm-hmm. Opening a fudge sickle. Hey, I'm Tori. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. Have you always wanted to explore the world of sports but haven't found an accessible barrier of entry? Or maybe you're just a sports expert who wants to laugh about who won, who lost, and who makes way too much money. Or maybe you just want to understand Ted Lasso better. Regardless of your relationship with sports, Good Game is there to break it down for you. It's a podcast about sports for rookies, veterans, and everyone in between. Whatever is happening in sports, Justin, Tori, and I will be there to talk through it all. With jokes, hot takes, and sometimes literal tears. So check out Good Game, a Trident Network podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. We are talking about Operation Mincemeat. Why? Because uh, it was free and streaming on Netflix, and I typed in war movies. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and it, it, you know, it had Colin Firth. So I was like, all right, here we go. 
Um, and here is what it's about. So it's about, so it's called Operation Mincemeat because that was the actual operation during World War II. And it was a deception conceived by the British intelligence to fool the Germans uh, regarding a true target for an allied invas invasion of Sicily. So a dead body would be planted off the coast of Spain carrying secret documents which purported to reveal the targets for the forthcoming invasion um, uh, that the targets would be Greece and Sardinia and Sicily only um, was the intended one so to move all of the forces out of Sicily so that they could actually go to Sicily. So it's all about the operation and the background behind it and seeing it through. And mm -hmm. so the dead to make sure that it was realistic, uh, they had to create a false identity for the dead body and um, a background and these falsified documents. So that was what the movie was about. Julie. <laughs> Laura. I hand the mic to you. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I did not look up anything about this movie before I watched it. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, wait, what? what is happening? Um, yeah. And uh, it's so interesting to me how many of these, like, because this is the second movie now that you've chosen that is based on a true story in history. And mm -hmm. I, who majored in history... <laughs> Mm -hmm. I was like, I didn't fucking know about this. What's happening? Yeah. So I just, it was so fascinating. Um, and similar to the dig. Uh-huh. Yep. Like yeah. when they do when they do these based on history mm -hmm. situations. Mm -hmm. I feel it. Come on, Julie. And then they're like, here's a weird subplot of like is there a romantic connection? Like, yep. is there something in people's minds when they write movies where they're like, there has to be, there has to be a love connection? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? Yes. And, yes. And I knew that's why I handed the floor to you because I knew we were going to have the same <laughs> note. Because not only, okay. So listeners, if you haven't watched the movie, um, they, it's obviously based on a true story and they give, the fake major, they give him a fiance who is a woman who, who works for um, for this operation. And then they create this weird love triangle thing. And the thing that makes me so angry is that like, it never happened. This, one of the main people that like is in this love triangle was married with kids. His and kids- Significantly older. Significantly older. His grandkids are still alive. If I was, I would be like, how dare you about my grandpa? <laughs> my grandpa would never. And they, like, literally at the end of the movie, after nothing has happened. Yeah. They're like, and he went back to his wife and they were happy and then he died. Like, it's just yeah. like, why would you even imply that? Yeah. I just like. I... Especially because. I was like, why did you take this thing that was actually interesting? And you're going to actually. Because then I started, I, I see, I just project on you. I'm so sorry, Julie, because I actually am the one who Googles when I'm not as interested in the movie. It is me. I projected <laughs> it on you and it has bothered you ever since. I apologize. Um, and uh, next time just go, Laura, you're projecting. But I did. So I started Googling a lot of stuff because 
unlike Dunkirk, which we talked about last week, there was so much talking. All they did was talk from the first second to the last second, just talking, talking, talking. And there were all of these really cool things that happened or moments or trivia or whatever that they didn't talk about at all. And yet they forced in a love triangle for no apparent reason. And it was like, it, and it was like the most vanilla love triangle too. Like yes. we, like everybody talked about it. Like every character talked about this love triangle and like, it, 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 it just drives me crazy. Yeah. Drive me bonkers. I don't want to be ableist and say crazy, but like it, it was just like, what, why are we talking about this? Yeah. Um, and- well, and like the, so they get, um, they get a, a cadaver who they only in like 1996 released his actual name. Um, and like, what about his backstory? That would have been cool. The fact that uh, Ewan was a Jewish man and he stayed in, you know, in this like right on the enemy lines and his family left for the americas like there were so Mm -hmm. many other Mm -hmm. storylines that like could you imagine if they just wrote it from a different lens where it's like his wife and him talking back and forth and it was like him writing letters to her about what was happening but being like coded and she's like i just need you to tell me what's happening like it's a cool story and they messed it up. They, I, I'm, I'm sorry. They messed it up. I, and I would, I would love to be like, I'm sorry if I'm talking to anyone who really loved this movie, but I just don't know who that person is. Well, it's, it's very interesting to me. Um, it reminds, it reminds me of when I'm in like an improv class, like when I first yes. started, how every relationship scene mm-hmm. was a, a like a romantic relationship like there's like because it's no easy. there's no other types of relationships apparently yeah. but like that's what this reminded me of where it was like we have this true event this fascinating true event mm-hmm. let's make sure we get some romance in here but like weird weird inappropriate romance about a historical figure now if that happened okay uh, but how does yeah. it serve the plot of this particular movie? Because it it didn't. It didn't impact the plot in any way. Well, and there's no evidence of it. Like, there's absolutely no evidence that this happened. So this is just screenwriters in Hollywood. Like, the, the romance. Obviously, the operation mm-hmm. happened. But it's just a screenwriter in Hollywood going like, ah, I should write a... Or it's honestly probably a producer going, we need to add a romance to get clicks. I don't know why this made me think of this, but... Um, like a year ago, we went to a showing of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. I'm so excited for wherever this is going. And the, the, the screenwriter was there and talked okay. after. Um, the screenwriter is very bitter about that movie. Um, and, and for good reason. The first movie yeah. was really, really good. The second yeah. movie was like critically panned. But one of the things that he talked about was how in like one of the like pitch meetings or script meetings or or whatever mm-hmm. um they were like hey we've got like the turtle mobile mm-hmm. um we've got the toy made so you need to incorporate that into the movie mm-hmm. 
So that, like, that's what that reminds me of. The producer being like, hey, we need some romance. You got to incorporate that into the movie. Because yeah. Netflix shows do better with romance. So, and this is the second Netflix, original Netflix production. Oh. So I'm wondering what Netflix producer is like, hey, if you have a warm movie, I'm going to be really sexist, but Hollywood is sexist. Here's, here's my, here's, well, if we have a war movie, we need the, we need the women to like it. Mm-hmm. So we got to add, mm-hmm. we got to add some romance because that's what women like. Mm-hmm. That feels, that would make sense to me. Yeah. Um, <sighs> anything else you want to talk about with this movie? Um, that was the, that was the strong one. Yeah yeah well <laughs> uh this will be a shorter episode uh because we'll <laughs> i love how obvious you are about your feelings yeah uh one at a t- hey but we're really tr- we're trying to think outside the like it would be it would be a much less fun podcast if every episode was 35 minutes and they were all movies we liked yeah Yeah. like yeah no uh so one out of ten eyelashes in letters which was another (laughs) like fucking i fucking hated that yo you have an eyelash one out of ten (laughs) eyelashes in letters what do you give this movie um i'm gonna give them a four um credit for finding a historical event and bringing it to light to the general audience that was previously unaware because at the very least a few people like myself will actually look further and see like are there books about this situation i'd like to know Mm -hmm. more yeah i would give it a three one for colin firth one for lucius malfoy (laughs) holy shit i didn't even realize that was him i'm so bad at facial recognition (laughs) And one for a really cool historical event that I didn't know about. But I give it a three because I was just not. And like the acting was good. Like it just, I was like, I, nah, nope. I was, I was Googling about 10 minutes in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. All right. So Julie, what do you have to look forward to? Um, I think what I have to look forward to is um, I'm just going to like I maybe talked about this already, but I'm just recommitting myself of like just really having this be like a summer of self-care. And I don't mean mm-hmm. that to be like an a, like a social influencer hashtag, um, but just like really like taking care of like the things I've wanted to do around the house, the things mm-hmm. I've wanted to do for myself um, and really practicing saying no. <gasps> Mine is the same thing. So oh, shit, my, really? Yeah. So my there, I went to therapy. Um, <laughs> take a shot. Uh, <laughs> but, but I went to therapy and my therapist was like, I feel like you, um, April was really hard for me. And I either, by, not by my own choice in anything, but I let go of a lot of things. Like a lot of things got taken away from me. And from that, I started to let go of other things and I've been doing a lot of healing and there's a lot of things that used to bother me that like, anyway, and my therapist was like, you are now creating a vacuum to let in whatever wants to go in that space. Mm. And she said, what could go in that space if you don't say no is spending way too much time devoting to other people, like saying yes to every single friend activity and not giving time to yourself. She's like, other people's drama can go in that vacuum really quickly. 
mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. need to be really conscious of what you are allowing in that space because you're now giving this beautiful room to bring in exactly the life you want. So, so not only saying no, but just being really conscious about like, yeah, what I'm bringing in and being like, what do I want to bring in? So there were a few things that were happening today that I got invited to. And I was like, no, like, thank you. Appreciate it. But I'm going to do my podcast. I'm going to go have lunch with my family. And then I'm going to come home, exercise and just like get ready for the week and breathe. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Well, listeners, we hope that you are saying no to some things, breathing about some things. (laughs) And uh, thank you for listening. Um, We're so glad you didn't say no to us. (laughs) And uh, rate, review, subscribe, Uh, go to Trident Network for all their fun stuff, buy our merch. And as always, uh, thank you for listening and bye. Bye. podcast is a part of the trident network to learn more about our videos live shows and other productions please visit the trident